Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewalk. And, and this, this is, is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. How are you doing? Hello, my love. <laughs> really, though, how are you doing? I mean, you had a great day today. I did have a great day today. Um, it felt but weird not being doing? here. It was kind of cool. It was like, bye, bye, Lila. Have a fun day with daddy. Off I go to yeah. do a ditty. Um, yeah, you shot a social media commercial for... I a, did. Was it, it's for an online, Rebate Key. An online marketing This thing company? is amazing, by the way. We actually... I'm not plugging it. Like, this is not a paid sponsorship. This thing is actually really, really cool. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's really cool. So I, I definitely want to sign this up and see what we can, we can get. <laughs> they're just... You know, they're the kind of things where you go, this is too good to be true. How do you actually get money back for it? Are the products actually good? And I went on the site last night because I was shooting this thing today. And on set today, we were all kind of talking about it. And the guy who developed it, the client, was there. And he was telling me the ins and outs and how it works in his background. And I was like, this is so cool. So we should do it. Check out Rebate Key, guys. <laughs> <laughs> An unsponsored sponsorship. A totally unsponsored sponsorship, but it's cool. Um, I'm, I'm okay. Let's circle back to me. How are you? Oh, um, probably 95 to yeah, 98%. So my, just my voice, really, at this point. A little yeah, bit of congestion, a little bit of a, a, bit of a sore throat. Um, it's because the flu is a vicious, vicious lingers. thing. Still haven't it quite lingers. got my full energy back yeah. yet. Still haven't been able to get back to the gym. It's coming. Um, I mean, it, it's going it's to. Coming. It's literally going to happen the day you leave. I know. Um, <laughs> that's Sunday, and I'm going to do two days, Monday, Tuesday, and Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday I'm going to go in the morning before yeah. I go to work because um, there's no chance I'm going when we're in D.C. Um, you do have, Megan did say you can have her guest pass and go once or twice to Ooh. hers. I might. She did say that. I, I went. Go. Jason will totally I, take I you up on go. that. Um, so thanks, Megan. <laughs> thanks, Auntie Megan <laughs> slash Ella Megan. Um, it's uh, it's good, you know. Um, it's a weird thing this time of year. The winding down of and knowing that the industry is winding yeah, down, yeah, and feeling like, am I gonna get, still wanting to do so much? Uh, I want, there's it's so much more I want to do. But yeah. but now we're you know we're deep in the throes of directing breakthrough, which always means it's the end of the year. Where yeah deep yeah. we're deep into for me we're deep into the retail holiday rush and getting uh-huh. prepped for that. Like we're already thinking about extended hours. There's offsite. Oh, are you really? Yeah, it's offsite. It's the parking bleh. for the um, tree lighting. Yeah, you mentioned and that. It's like it's so much that's happening, but at the same time, it's like cool. You know, it's the end of the year. It's the beginning of something new. And uh, I know, you know, back in January, we were talking about, like, goals for the year. And, like, looking ahead. Looking ahead already to December. It's the end of the year. And, you know, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm not ready for something new, but I'm ready to get started again. Which is interesting that that's just how I feel, considering that we wanted to, you know, touch on the notion of, like, cycles and how yeah. the industry has cycles, and as individuals, we all have um, cyclical natures because we're such uh, habit-driven beings. Very true. That when we have cycles, it's either really hard to break cycles or really hard to start new habits start or new, new cycles. Habits. Yeah. So, um, if you're ready for that little break to come back to how you're doing, to talk about it a little bit before we jump into the topic du jour, like, or how are you doing? It there. Uh... My, I'm, I'm odd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm an odd person, guys. Very odd person. In my vows, I told you... To never change. To never change. <laughs> and you're incredibly strange uh, and silly and goofy. I am. But no, but I've definitely been um, off. And I know I've touched upon it a little bit 
in the last couple of weeks and months, but this yeah, week I has mean, been... You've also had like a really life-changing year and complicating year. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you're a mom now. I'm a mama, which is the greatest thing, but it's... It's also the most important thing in your life, which yes. is complicating because you feel like, okay, should this be? It has to be. Well, because it is, and you want <laughs> it to be, but it's, it's There's so much else you have to do to as well. lose yourself in it. And I don't mean like, oh, Lila comes first and that's it. I mean, yes, but I'm... I'm Lila's mom and I'm so proud to be Lila's mom and I love being Lila's mom. I'm also your wife. I'm also a daughter and a friend and this and that and the and other. And an artist but and I'm a an creator. an artist and an, and an entrepreneur and, and a And a brilliant one and all and that a, too. Thank you. Thank you. And there's so many different aspects and I feel like I've just gotten stuck in and lost some of who I am outside of motherhood and I'm not entirely sure where it went or how to get it back because I don't want to take away from being with Lila because I love it so I much and I'm just trying to find that middle ground. I think this is something that uh, we talked about a lot when you're getting your health back together mm-hmm. and you were getting getting back onto your feet, this notion of not looking backward but looking forward. For the new... And the new me. Or yeah. not, not the new me, but like the next the next evolution, well, cause, the cause next you can't, step you, of me. Um, you can't... Um, take away the past. You can only build upon it. Yeah. You can only hope to not repeat it. So, and not repeating things is not saying, like, oh no, maybe we won't have a second kid. We should do that if we want to. But the notion that, you know, okay, if we do have a second kid, getting ahead of certain things more so. Like right. it's like we learned, right. like we learned a lot about like finances that we thought we were ready for having a kid. Turns out <laughs> nobody's ready for having a kid. No, nobody's you'd financially have to be, ready to you'd have, have a kid. You'd have to be, um, Super ridiculously wealthy, with. and then even then, I feel like you'd manage to overspend because you'd be yeah. like, "Yeah, no, I can afford that." And it turns out you can't, even if you know you're a billionaire. They just go for the crazy high, yeah. the high I'm sure, I'm sure, everything. I'm sure, there's ways that they bleed through money too. Speaking of of that, just a little interjection, Lila, and I, I don't know how she learned this or where she picked <laughs> this up because we did not teach her this. Um, well, the first part we, we did. We go around, you know, and we say goodnight to things, and there are all these photos we say goodnight to, and there are pictures of, you know, mommy, daddy, and baby Lila, mommy, daddy, little Lila, and she'll point at these pictures and go, baby, baby, and it's really, really cute. It's the sweetest thing. Well, out of nowhere, (laughs) she has started in the last week walking up to my belly, pointing at my belly, and going, baby. I'm like, what? Well, like, okay. And she doesn't do it to me. She no, goes she up to my belly button and just wants my at, belly button. She doesn't do it to Jordan, to Elena. Yeah. She only does it to me. And I'm like, okay, well, there's not a baby. We are not announcing anything, people. There is not a baby in there. But it's so odd of that hey, she's yeah, so she's, intuitive. She's just aware of where she came from. I guess. She's a smart kid. It's, she's a very smart kid. But it's just so interesting that it's when you and I are truly talking about what are the next steps as, as our familial unit? Because we did talk about when she was born at a year and a half, we would discuss yeah. the possibility. We're coming up in the year and a half pretty quick. And she's 16 months now. And the fact that she's suddenly saying, long. oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's still 16. She's like 16 and a half months right now. Not yeah. even. Don't spit don't, don't, don't it. Don't, don't Eric Myers it. <laughs> um, but it is, it is interesting that she has suddenly put that but into the you know, universe. And now that we're dealing with that, you know that that notion of like a new start to a new cycle. Yeah, it's we're we're now chasing down. All right, cool. Time to go get headshots again. Now for me, I, I know, know I need them because I'm now a very bearded man, and it, there's salt and pepper sprinkling throughout my beard. And You're so handsome. I'm getting older looking, 
and I need I mean, my... you're not. No, I am. <laughs> I do like when I shave, though, randomly or accidentally, and it's like, um, people are like, oh, that you're so young so looking. Great. You're so young oh, looking. Oh, God. But... Um, when you came downstairs like that, that was so Shocking. Funny. Yeah. But that, that notion of... Uh, the thing about Hollywood, it always finds a way to grind money out of you. Yeah. And it's so a... Do you need new shots? We were trying to figure out how are we going to do afford that. Afford them. Just put them on a credit card and then pay off the... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, are we going to go <laughs> into this? Philosophy. Are we going to tell the story? Well, we can go into it, um, but... Just the saga of the last two weeks with our credit card? The, the saga of the last them? two weeks, the saga of the, the last, last two, two and a half months, the AC, the saga... Where we live, the, the reason we moved here... And then what's coming up is we're going to have to leave here... We're going to have to because move. Because in seven, seven months, our lease comes Gosh, up. Gosh, that's going to happen fast. Yep. I know. <laughs> and we're going to try to look to buy a place. We are going to try. But there's that cycle that we're kind of stuck in. Um, How do you dig yeah. out when you keep going into debt, when you're being responsible and truly yeah. cutting back, yet it still keeps bearing you under, partially because you live in Los Angeles, partially the, because you're the artists. the ninth most expensive city in the world. Is it? It's up there. It's, it's, I know it's up there. Ninth? I thought it'd be higher, actually. Oh, come on. I mean, you got London, you got Tokyo. I thought you said in the country. No. You said the world. Yeah, I, said, I think I said the I world. I thought you said the country. I might have said the country. I was like, I the country the is world. like number three or something. It's crazy here. Yeah, it's, I mean. I think Manhattan and San Francisco are the only two that truly top it. Yeah, I'm sure Honolulu is not cheap. That's true. I don't know enough mm-hmm. about only, the Hawaiian. You can only go up. You can't can go out. <laughs> You're on an island. That's so true. <laughs> like Manhattan. That's so true. Except, um, except everything has to be flown there. <laughs> oh, yeah. They or shipped. Best pineapple. A uh, pineapple. You need to wear those earrings more. Anyway. I love those earrings. Let's get back on topic, homie. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> focus. Focus. But no. We, we, we <laughs> but the whole, how do you dig yourself out? Yes, when it, you're in Los Angeles, which is expensive. We're artists, which as you said, it's just every it's time. It's just inconsistent. It's just one, inconsistent, and two, you're always having to put money out. Yeah. New shots, new marketing materials. Um, gym memberships, keeping yourself fit. Yeah. You know, all these And then there's things. also the cycles of like, cool, you feel like you've got a great opportunity. You found this person to shoot with and we're still waiting on those photos that came from I that know. Twitter thing. We haven't seen and it's like, yet. oh. I know. And then the financial thing on top of all of that is being a parent and all of the stuff that goes out, even though we budget very tightly for us and our fur baby, which we just said, you know, we have to get, he's running low on food. So are we going to get we'll that new food we were talking about? Are we going to stick to Hundreds and hundreds of dollars on food for um, a bougie dog. He was at, well, we don't currently, when we first got him, we did that expensive duck. Oh my for a God. While, but he loved it. The freeze dried duck. He loved that. Yeah. It was so expensive. It was like $70 a bag and it fed him for like three weeks. For like, yeah, no, it wasn't it was even like, a month. You're right. It was, it was like three <laughs> weeks of food for $70. By the oh way, I have God. to say, you and I are both such delightful suckers for like bougie things. Oh, but for, it's organic and it's for healthy. For other people. Yes. For like, you would do something silly expensive for me. I would do in something silly expensive for you. But in I wouldn't do it and for myself. And we do the same thing for our dog and our daughter. <laughs> but for ourselves, we're like, oh, I can. It's like, oh. I've, I've, needed, a, I've really needed a haircut for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, you look great, but I, I do know you want. No, I really need a haircut. I thought I was going to go for a haircut today, like when you got home and then you were teaching. But I was teaching. So I, I know. I went right into teaching. I know. I'm getting a haircut when I go home. I, I live in Los Angeles and only cut my hair in Washington, D.C. You know, you can say That's that. That's loyalty. But you can also say it in a way that makes you sound very posh. I only get my hair cut. I only get my hair cut. Uh, I only get my hair cut in D.C. Studio 1083 in Potomac, Maryland. Yeah, I only get my hair cut in D.C. You know. Um, I'm loyal to my stylist. I'm very loyal to my stylist. 
but the, the finances they just they do and they add up and it's this it's this bizarre moment and we were just saying this upstairs i'm i'm 35 you're 33 we're adults we're married we're parents i think part of it is because of the economic state we're in right now and our generation just cannot dig out of certain things yeah. Part of it are our life choices of where we live and, and our... It's our life. Know, we got to do what we want to do yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, got to live it. Uh, and our, our chosen profession. But no matter what we do, we seem to be running into this rut of going in the red or we yeah. think we're ahead here and then something well, else happens. Well, it used to be, what, every March and September? March and September were the big the big. And one. now it's getting a little bit better. But it's, it's just... Um, how do I want to say this? So um, I'm sure we said this on the podcast more than once, but Amelia and I very luckily never freak out about stuff at the same time. No, that's and, awesome. But when we do freak out, both of us have very serious freakouts. <laughs> um, so mine are tend, tend toward more angry and later and later in the day. Yours are more drawn out emotional episodes yes. over the course of the day. The My, day mine happens even to be like two days. And, but mine happens generally from like, 2 to 3 a.m. and then I'm fine. Yes, yours are always is, in the middle of the night. The only problem is it happens from 2 to 3 a.m. They're and then always it ruins, in the middle of the night. It ruins night. the next two days of our lives <laughs> due to sleep. Um, yeah. But I think one of the nice things about being an artist is you get a chance to read about people, learn about things, expand your mind on a regular basis um, just because that's your job. And yeah. so one of the things I've definitely in the last year focused on is as I'm learning new things, just seeing if they stick in my life, applying them. Like what? Um, well, I was telling you earlier, like I just started doing mantras. Um, yeah. And I've been doing them, um, I probably repeat them like 10 or 15 times before I go to sleep and 10 or 15 times while I'm in the shower in the morning when I'm getting ready for my day. Is it making a difference? Because you've always been one to fall asleep fast, but are you having more restful sleep? I'm having or? more restful sleep. And what's interesting is I'm not falling asleep as fast, but I'm falling asleep deeper when I get there. If that makes sense? Oh, how interesting. So yeah. I'm actually consciously not falling asleep faster. No way. I'm trying to slow myself down and not just turn off, but wind down my day. Feel your breath in your body. Actually, let your yeah. mind unwind. And um, wow. and the, but they meditate on this mantra for a few minutes, and then go to sleep. And then when I'm in the shower, just getting myself hyped up for the day. It's the same mantra, um, and I find it very uh, like um, affirmational. And what's great about it is I've unwittingly in the last I want to say two weeks. Is it been? week and a half, two weeks, I've unwittingly created a new habit that I really want to keep on going forward because I, I think it's going to create positive change. Um, positive change is what we're all about yeah. for 2020. Like we were saying with the... <laughs> domestically. Yeah, career-wise, domestically. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally, financially. Emotionally. You know, I'm, I'm a very, very optimistic person. I always have been. But as Jason's been pointing out, there's just been a bit of a... A negativity there, and that's very not me. Well, so one, I need to address or figure out what that is. Well, for you, address for it. you, I think it's been um, there's been some cycle of fear that you've been not able to extricate yourself from, mm -hmm. and um, because I can't speak to what that is, and I can only like how I've dealt with fear is anger and anxiety. So I don't know that I'm, and also not having any kind of degree or therapeutic background, I'm not the one to therapize you and help you, but. <clears throat> pardon me, 
<laughs> I think you are pardoned. <laughs> I think that when you're in a cycle of fear, um, and I did this earlier, and this is actually, you know, we always end up plugging Anthony. This is something that Anthony. You do bring up Anthony a lot. I love him. He's my he's my mentor. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be where it's I am really without sweet. him. Uh, it's one of the things that makes the studio so important to my life. Is that it's like it's that touchstone for me artistically to constantly remind myself. Yeah, you're here to be an artist. You're not here to be in retail. If you're in retail, make the most of it while you're there. Make the most money that you can. Do the best for yourself and your family and your coworkers. Right, but it's but you're not here to be why you're here. But yeah. one of the things Anthony said that they um, he did when he was uh, in a kid and somebody's being bullied or harassed or something is you'd um, you'd name the the pain you visualize or you make a drawing of the thing that's hurting you whether that's uh, an emotional state or an actual bully physical bully and um, by naming it and visualizing it you take away its power because it's not this am- uh, amorphous thing it's tangible. Mm-hmm. And then you can acknowledge it and understand that there's things that happen. You have intrusive thoughts. If you acknowledge that they're intrusive thoughts, they'll come and they'll go. Wow, I say something incredibly similar to my students about that, but I don't call it bully. But it, yeah, when you write something down and then we face in the mirror, we have a, an exercise in the mirror and you can't hide from yourself and it, it makes it tangible once you write down the breakdown of a line and yeah. and it makes you, I mean, right, you, it makes you, you face it. Teach, we teach really similarly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you guys come <laughs> at the same things from me. We the, really do. Yeah. Yeah. But that's incredible that he does that and that you're you that was so beautifully said the way you articulated it just now. It's it's Thanks. true. Once you make it tangible and you can hold it it releases the fear and, and yeah. then you can you're taking, let go. You're, you're, taking you're taking power, ownership and taking you're taking power away it. from it. And I think for yeah. you... I need to we, figure out what that is for me, Oh, we've though. named it Bob. I thought we've decided we were... Oh, did we name it Bob? I decided. You named it Bob upstairs, that's true. As a man, I told you what to do. <laughs> 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 we recently, recently watched <laughs> a Seth Meyers' um, stand-up that special, Lobby funny. Movie. Yes. And he had this recurring bit in the show about mansplaining. About mansplaining. <laughs> He's like, mansplaining. And ladies, if you don't understand what mansplaining is, it was just great. It's very funny. It's a great little bit. It's very funny. Um, but... It's one of those things that, like, I think as your husband, as your partner, as your cheerleader, as your coach, as all of these things that I feel like I am for you, it's hard for me to not want to just say, like, well, okay, I tried this. Have you tried that? Right. And if right. you if it fix me, it'll it's fix, you, fix you. Which is such a like childish adolescent <laughs> way to look at things. Because it's different not. things are going to work for different people, well, but it's always worth sharing what's working. Because maybe, yeah. you know, it's not like I'm—I don't want to say like broken or anything like that. But there's there's something definitely I mean, you, wrong. You might be a little bit. Well, my right now. my body is telling me something's up. Yes. Um, Every one of your doctors is like, you should lower your stress level, and you're like, thanks. Like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. I'll do my best. Um, yet at the same time, as far as doctors, on a positive note, and I this I took great uh, surprise and pride in it in a way. But Dr. Banthala, who was my the oh, yeah. OBG Crohn's specialist who I was working so closely with while pregnant with Lila, she called me and left me a very sweet voicemail the other day. And she has a patient who is recommended to start Humira. And they're talking about starting a family. And she's nervous and apprehensive about it and said, is there anyone who's had, had a positive experience who might be willing to talk to me? And Banthala was like, oh my gosh, I'll have Amelia call you. And I did, and this patient was so 
surprised that I actually reached out and we talked for a long time. And I messaged Banthali yesterday saying that we had spoken and she actually wrote me back today and she said that her patient had reached out to her saying how wonderful it was to have talked to me. And you know me, I've always, I I love helping people and I just feel like I've been in a rut and needing the help lately, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't like it. And so to be able to kind of go, right, that's me. I help people and talk to someone and talk to them about Humera and starting a family really felt good. You do know that you're, and I say this, but I feel like you don't hear it. You're the foundation of this family. Like, babe. Thank you. Like, you're talking about helping people, and, like, that's what you... you, I love doing that. No, but you... you, I'm sure the amount of times I complain about not having a lunch to go or, like... I know, because I used to do that every single day. I used to pack him a lunch every single day and write a note on his napkin. But, like, I'm sure... I will do that again. No, but that's not what I'm asking (laughs) you to do. What I'm saying is is that um, those aren't the things that help me. Those aren't the things that make you the rock. The things that make you the rock of this family are your emotional steadiness and the fact that you're really, really reliable and your your passion and your excitement and your optimism are genuine. They're not forced or found. They're just there in your person. And it breaks my heart to think that you doubt yourself. And you're you're in a cycle of doubt right now. I am in a cycle of doubt. And but, like you said earlier, fear, but I don't know what the fear necessarily is. But hey, you know, we'll, we'll get there. But you and I go through it. We, we're partners through and through. And yeah. you're saying, I'm your rock, you're my rock. I mean, why wouldn't I, be... I say this, oh my God, there's so many times I show photos of you and Lila to people at uh, my day job or like in yeah. life. I'm bragging <laughs> on you guys. Aww. And people are like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. Oh my God, and I can ask, speak about you with like such high praise because you're such an amazing person and an amazing woman and a partner and all these things. Oh, and they're like, oh my God, she's so lucky to have a guy taught, like that I, that you're lucky for having me heap these praise on you. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm lucky. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> but I need you. I want you to understand that there's nobody I'd rather go through all of these ups and these downs, these cycles of madness, these infuriating times where we just kind of end up right back where we were. (laughs) Yeah. I would rather, like, you know, God forbid, we're, you know, hunting around for rep again in a few years or whatever it is. Like, that's those cycles that happen in L.A. Like, that's reality. Like, the ups and the downs of, okay, cool, I've got to... Thing in development. Okay, cool. Those people stop picking up the phone. Yeah, yeah. Time to find new people that'll pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. When then when they stop picking up the phone, you know, retool. Go on to the next. Right. Exactly. People. And it's just exactly. This is constant back and forth. But one thing I am really excited about mm-hmm. is one cycle life cycle event that we do every year, and that's coming up, and that's going home for Thanksgiving. Go so uh, let's talk about a positive cycle. Let's it not talk really about all this like fearful stuff. But this, this, this is yeah. like the thing that really I think um, all the other trips we make back east are great. But I think this is the one. It's the touchstone of the year. Yeah. The I'm the, it's it the one I'm my the most grateful for. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for going home <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Thankful for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, my father. If you can only go home for one. That was gross. I'm sorry. That was really cute though. If uh, if you could only go home for one holiday of the entire year, it's it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's it's my dad's holiday. It's become our holiday, 
And I, I do love that as the siblings, if we've all been getting married and people, the, their families and extended families just understand Thanksgiving's at the Myers house. <laughs> and my parents, my, <laughs> and so my mom and come. dad said something really, really sweet. Uh, I was talking to them on the phone the other night. Yeah. And they said, you know, we'd be there. Right. And I was like, well, of course, but you know, for dad's medical reasons, it's hard for you to challenging for you. And they're like, yeah. no, 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 that, but we get to see you guys. Pretty much whenever we want to. She said this to me too. It's like once a month if we want to, even more, they don't. And we'd really love you guys to be able to spend some time where you're not worried about juggling the families. You've just got Amelia's family to focus on. She said it in the sweetest way of, I don't want you to have to worry about entertaining us on a Friday afternoon when yeah. you want to just be hanging out with your mom and getting dinner ready. Or It's really sweet. And it was very, we're going to miss them terribly though because there's, of it's course, not, the open yeah. invitation that they're always yeah. able they, to come for Thanksgiving. When it's financially and medically prudent, they go. But right, exactly. But yeah, for your dad. But it was very sweet the way she said that yeah. because as we were saying upstairs, cycles, life, and and people getting older and my grandparents and... We want to make sure Lila really gets this time with her great-grandparents. Yeah. And that, that that thing of, again, I'm a 35-year-old woman. You're a 33-year-old man. But that thing of when you're when you're a child, you look at your parents and your grandparents at these. They're, they're I don't even know what the right... They're invincible. They are they're invincible. They're superheroes. Yes. Yeah, no, you look and at... And then you, as you I, get older... There's still those people <laughs> to you, except the realities of life and health and medical truly starts to hit you, and then you become a parent, and then it all changes. Something in your mind but shifts. But then it all starts again. And then because, it all starts again. Because Lila will look at us yes. and if we have any more kids. I mean, just look at how Brady, I mean, I know he's a dog, but... He's still our baby. But <laughs> the, the way that pets and kids have such reverence for their parents, it just yeah. shows you, like... There's this thing that's innately built into us that in order to be able to make the struggle of life make sense, mm-hmm. we have to put these mentor figures on this pedestal in this godly place because we accept their mortality too early on. It'll Something shatters. Sh- oh, it'll destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those things that always makes people that come up from poverty and come up from tragedy so much more impressive and so much more... Um, what am I trying to say? But it's, there's just something like they've experienced and they've understood something about the of uh, f- the finite. Yeah, like the finite nature of life that most of us who I mean, because both of us grew up in relative privilege. Yeah. So yeah, both of us have never really had to accept our mortality at a young age. Right. And I think the first things that chip away from that is you're like, oh, okay, grandparents pass away. Mm-hmm. But grandparents do that. Like that's a, that's a thing, right? But then you're. I was lucky enough to have my great grandparents. Yeah, yeah, and but it was still devastating and horrible when they passed, and when we lost my grandfather when I was pregnant with with Lila, that was brutal because I couldn't fly home for the funeral. I was too far along in the pregnancy, and that I think was the beginning of yeah. that turn in me for that. Um, but I've also. One of the things I said when we got married was I was really excited to have grandparents again. Right, because you had lost yours already. And one of the things I think about being 10 years past it. ten Is it 10? It's been, it, I think it's been right around 10 years wow. since I passed. Yeah. Um, is that there's an acceptance that comes with that in the understanding of the life cycle of like, yeah, no, I'm a lot older than I was when right? they died. Because you don't always feel, I mean, yes, there are days where you're like, gosh, I feel older. 
but I still feel like a kid sometimes. And then I go, oh, right, I have a kid. You're oh, not wait, a kid. Oh, wait, we're married. We're not playing house. Oh, my grandparents are I mean, we're definitely still playing we're house. We're still playing house. I feel like we'll, <laughs> we'll always feel that to a degree. But the, the life cycle... I wonder if our parents both like both sets still feel like from time to time they're playing house. I'm sure they do. I mean, at now that now that we're parents and we still feel that way, I feel like I that's going to stay forever to a degree. Ugh. And also, I hope we hold on to that to a degree because it just has that little bit of that... Excitement and bewilderment yeah. of like, wow, we're here now? I don't want to ever lose that. I think that's something that's so special about us as a couple. Are we wrong in that? I don't think so. Okay. I would uh, actually both, be very... personally and, and artistically, I feel like that's something so important to hang on to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, but at the same time... Not that I'm doubting I totally, that, I totally but see I'm what you're about to like say. Hearing that being said out loud, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe grow up a little bit. <laughs> like, hearing that said out loud, it's just like... Ooh. Like, where are we going to move after this? And, right. You know, There's certain things you just that. have to accept and do. Right. But um, not to, like, so December's right on the corner. Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, New Year. Yeah. So. 2020. With, so How is it 2020? What day is it? It's the 19th. It is. So there's 10. It'll there's, be the 21st when you guys 40, hear this. There's 41 days left in the year. That's not many at all. So that's Holy less cow. than that's less than six weeks. It's less than six weeks left in the year. Gosh. I would say for anyone who listens wow. to this and for you, for me, over the course of the next six weeks, do everything you can to be grateful for who and what you have. Yeah. So that whatever the cycles of your life are, you have a tendency you have a time in the next six weeks to pause, step back from them. And be grateful for the ones that are good. Yeah. And break the ones that are holding you back. That are holding you back. It's very easy to get caught up in the day-to-day. Yeah. And forget the, like you said, the gratitude of how grateful you truly are. Oh, yeah. I mean, the... Oh, honey, what the, are you feeling right now? Just how lucky and grateful I am on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, like, it's a grind. but It is. Any given second, you can get a phone call or an email and you can go chase your dream. Yeah. Because we decided to make this commitment. Yeah. We decided to pick art. We decided to choose entertainment and we're going after it. We're going after it as a couple. And not right. everybody. And we picked each other as, on top of it. Not everybody's that lucky. No. Not everybody has the ability financially, emotionally to deal with the cycles of rejection, to deal with the cycles of fear and the cycles of doubt. Not everybody in L.A. that is pursuing this has the community that we have around them that is there to support them and remind them and encourage them. And I'm just really lucky, and I'm really grateful for it. And I'm really bummed you're not going to be at Friendsgiving. I'm so sad. <laughs> we, you, we had decided to have Lila and I travel earlier. I'm also crying. That's why I'm sniffling now. No, I know. So that's that's everyone, why I said, oh, babe. Yeah, I just, I just want doing? them to know. Yeah, I'm yeah. crying real emotional. tears for you people. It's true. The tears have come out. I was so excited I was sad because I don't, I don't like traveling without you and I don't like spending time away from well, you. Yeah, it's really hard to travel with a small child. I'm though. also not looking forward because <laughs> she is mobile now. Saturday, guys, this, please send out just this good is vibes also, for me on Saturday. This is also becoming a thing. I know. You go back east <laughs> for a little bit of time with your family before me. I fly home with Lila first alone. But yeah, <laughs> I, I go back and spend some time with family first and then and then you join. Eventually, I want to be able to do the whole trip together oh, again, yeah. but at least... I mean, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But this time, yeah, it, the flight's going to be a lot more difficult because she won't sit still for more than two seconds. Well, she just can't take red eyes until 
she's like 10. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's true. It's true. And even then they'll screw her up. <laughs> I know. And we won't be able to fly because there'll be somebody under 10 probably, more than likely. More than likely. Like a vault. More than likely. Um, but no, we, we decided that Lila and I would go back early so we could have a little more time. We bought the tickets and we're like, all right, this is what's happening. And now I'm missing Friendsgiving because that's happening the same on the night that Lila and I leave. I need to. So you need to make that stuffing. That vegan stuffing? Mm-hmm. Vegan. Vegan, gluten-free, but it can't have onion, celery, or... So many things. What's the other one? Liz sent me her list. <laughs> Liz Haley, I know you listen to this. I love you. <laughs> well, you're going to do great. You have the I most trust complicated you're gonna diet do it. to you're work gonna around. Do it. It's going to be great. Um, but you'll have to FaceTime me in. So I will. I can say hi. I will. I'll have Lila down, but then I can say hi to everybody. You will. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the next time you guys hear us, we'll be in, in uh, we'll D.C. We'll be in D.C. We'll be broadcasting on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. That's, that's a, a Thursday. Probably before we sit down to watch Avalon. Because my family, every, that's one of our traditions. Every Thanksgiving we watch Avalon. It, and I was so sad because it didn't happen last year. Remember how sad I got? It was the first one. I mean, they wound up putting it on way late in the night. But we... Uh, it, I'm also I'm always the one you. asking for it to be put on. I know. Which I love that you've adopted it's a that good movie. tradition. It's a Quinn Aiden movie. Quinn plays a good Jew. He does. I don't know that he's not Jewish, but I'm guessing with a name like Aiden Quinn. Aiden Quinn. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah Wood. Little little Elijah Wood. Baby Elijah Wood. Yeah, baby Elijah Wood. Mm, wee. Still. <laughs> he was wee. Is, is he still wee? I mean, I just picture him as a hobbit, so in my head I feel like he must <laughs> be. Because he's just, you know, Frodo. My precious. But, yeah. That's no, I'm not Frodo. Wait. No, 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 no. But Frodo has the ring that, yes. go- that Gollum says is precious. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, just, I, just wrapped, I, just, I just wrapped it all together. Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But no, I'm so lucky to have, have you and have her. And even on days when I'm sad, I'm very grateful. And I love you. But it's okay to be sad. But it's okay to be sad sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, boo. I love you so much. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, babe. <laughs> I'm Amelia Mai. I'm Jason Rosewell. And, and this, this has, has been, been Married, Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.